Voice of Master Chief, Spartan 117. Welcome to Quality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. Anthony and Skyler will take it from here. Master Chief, out. Hello and welcome to Quality Time, the Kale Koala Entertainment Podcast. I'm Skylar Sokol. I'm Anthony Nicolosi. And today, inspired by Anthony's drive home and a conversation we had earlier, we will be talking about how much people play games, how, how long people waste their lives playing games, and maybe some data about the ways they waste their lives playing games. Because Skylar, Fox News tells me kids play 200 hours of games a week. And, and Fox News would be correct. <laughs> Just kidding. Fox News would not be correct. In fact, as uh, just to cite our source, the majority of our data for this podcast will come from a 2021 report by Limelight Networks called the State of Online Gaming 2021. So, boom. Um, first, let's just talk about how much time people spend playing games per week. All right. Yeah. Um, interestingly, this report split it among a bunch of different countries. Um, and now, I would just be curious. All right. So our countries are China, Germany, Germany, India, Indonesia, South Korea, UK, US, Vietnam. All right. So eight countries. Okay. Where do you think the US ranks? <sighs> with with the one gaming. being the most games per week. And this counts mobile gaming. I think this is any type of gaming. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm going to be surprised, so I'm going to say sixth. Is that why? Are you just, are you think I, you're like, is that like you uh, yes. manipulating based on my question? <laughs> uh, well, oh, here, okay, let me use my brain about it. <laughs> Americans work way too much and don't have enough time to play, so I'll put them in sixth. So they are in, hold on, I'm doing some math. There's a lot of decimals here. One, two, three, four. They are in fifth. Ooh. So oh, no, wait, that's wrong because I counted that. So wait, one, two. Oh, no, five, fifth. Yeah, fifth. Number one, there are our boys of the East, China, at 12.4 hours per week average. I mean, you can't criticize the government if you're playing video games. But 12.4 is pretty crazy because the yeah, that's, global that's average. fucking insane. Oh, oh, a week. A week. The global oh, okay. average, though, is 8.45 hours per week, which means that they play almost 50% more games on average yeah, than, the, than the global average, which is crazy. The U.S. is at 7.71, actually below the global average. Interesting. Um, that would mean, so that would mean that they all, they're approaching an average of like two hours a day. In uh, China. if you're playing 12 hours a week. Yeah. Uh, well, no, two hours per day is 14 hours. They're close. Yeah. Yeah. They're at like 1.8 hours per day. Right. Um, something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's a nice chunk. It that's is. a nice chunk. You know what would I, you're not going to get this in a survey like that. It'd be interesting to see like how much time they spend watching TV and shows, how much America does, right? Like meaning right. how much 
what is what what percentage of their entertainment time and their lives are consumed with games you know yeah yeah, yeah. that's an interesting point right maybe in america we consume entertainment more but it's just games make up a smaller proportion right, that is an interesting right. thought now and we have we have good shows and all that stuff easy access to those shows we don't have to do any kind of vpn that's around true for um one more interesting fact before we move on to the next topic south korea actually only plays 5.88 hours of gaming a week. What the they fuck? Have the, one of the lo- they have the lowest in this list. Hmm. Which is interesting. I would, have, I would not have guessed that. Me neither, especially because South Korean esports is like one of the most well-known right. esports scenes in the world. 5.88 right. hours of their all Starcraft, as Rolex <laughs> says in the chat. If you don't know, we yes. stream this podcast every week. Come to our Twitch. My name's Anthony <laughs> yes. Nicolos. Yes. Right now we are streaming live on Twitch. Every week, come. It's fun. Now, Chat's talking to us. Next question. Okay. Age groups that play games per week, hours per week. We have 18 to 25, 26 to 35, 36 to 45, 46 to 60, and 60 plus. What are the top two highest here? Or top. Shit, what's man. the top? What's the top? Don't do top two. I'll just give you the, the deets after you tell me. The, the top. one that ends in the 45 so 36 to 45 yeah is the highest that is correct uh, 9.26 hours per week on average 36 to 45 year olds play video say games. that again How much? 9.26 okay um coming close second is 26 to 35 and okay, then okay. in third is actually the 60 plus group oh shit are they counting here like Sudoku? they're counting no this is just video games Oh, really? Yeah, video games. So, I mean, mobile games obviously make up a huge portion for that group. But right. yeah. And then actually the low, the lowest is 46 to 60. And then 18 to 25 is the second to lowest. 18 to 25 only at 7.97 hours per week over an eight, hour I mean, average less than um, than our age group. So a conversation we were having earlier today was about how like the media coverage of gaming activity is really not representative of the average of the norms. No, as and the data this show. shows that for sure. Like I would have never expected this ki- these kinds of results here. Yeah. So a conversation we had not too long ago about the Steam Deck and we were talking about like, who the fuck is this thing for? And we brought up the fact that there were people on Twitter who are like, you know, gamer dads who are like, I'm just trying to like, and I'm sure gamer moms out there who are trying to just sneak in gaming in between dealing with life. They're going to be in that demographic that uh, is first place there. Well, and the reality, right, is that first place demographic 36 to 45 is basically at the dawn of video games. They were the people who grew up with the first video games, which probably explains why 46 to 60 has the lowest because they were the generation right before video games. So they're probably the most grumpy about it. Those are the boomers, right? They, uh, no, they're right before the boomers. Oh, okay. Okay. 60 plus <laughs> just, is the boomers. They, they don't know what's going on around. They just want to play Candy Crush. <laughs> that, I know. Yeah, I it would be so interesting if they maybe there are there's data on this later on. Like, really, what what's the most popular platform for gaming in all those demographics? Yeah, I'll I see, we'll think, see if we get there. That would be really interesting. Yeah, my guess is because they're including mobile and how prolif- pro uh, how, how how everyone has phones that somehow that's going to sneak to first probably right. everywhere. But yeah. so anyway, interesting. Uh, okay. One that we're going to just gloss over real quick, but I want to mention 
uh, female versus male, actually almost identical average hours per week. Male at 8.5, female at 8.4. So uh, pretty much as close as you can get without being exactly the same. Uh, I don't think that's the surprising. We've seen a huge like rise in female gaming over the last probably like two decades, like decade. Uh, Not well publicized, but nowadays, like there's no difference. You know, another thing uh, that's interesting to point out, we talk a lot about how especially games with substantial budgets focus on polish a lot of times over like uh, game design, game gaming elements that are maybe more risky to put in the game. Um, if you, if you think about it from these demographics, the, the top two demographics are generally speaking, I would say pretty solid money-making individuals in society. They are at the ages where they probably have their own jobs, blah, 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 blah. And so maybe that's another reason why you focus on those elements. Um, because those kinds of people, especially with the rough average amount of hours they have a week, you know, they might be going for that more polished, consumable, accessible, not too crazy kind of experience. And so that's where where you put your money. I'm not sure. So next speculation, we have our how many hours based on what kind of gamer you would classify yourself as either week. Yeah. Either an aspiring professional, an expert, a casual gamer or a novice gamer. Okay. Now I think these stats come um basically as expected that aspiring professionals play the most by far uh the the majority of aspiring professionals play more than 20 hours a week um majority of experts asking me or you not telling you experts are like 12 to 20 hours casual gamers are like 7 to 12 hours novices are less than right it it literally goes just like you expect so this isn't that interesting of statistic but it does confirm what we would think is the is this yeah what the fuck i'm a novice per those Uh, no a novice only plays one plays less than one hour a week or one to two hours a week on average oh okay okay so i'm probably what's the other one casual seven to twelve hours a week I don't feel like I hit seven. Four to seven hours a week also falls into casual and two okay. to four. Okay. I'm probably an expert. I probably play at least 12 to 20, maybe more than expert. 20. Ha! Um, okay. Well, and so, you got to include your arcade times. No, too. my, yeah, true. I probably play 20 plus. Um, yeah. So now this is interesting. Going from average time per week, we are now going to talk about average or the longest your average longest consecutive playing session so basically the question is what is your longest consecutive playing session and then they averaged everyone's answer no just ever oh okay 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 like how long you spend binge gaming basically the longest you've ever spent binge game that that's what it's yeah the what is the longest you have ever consecutively played video games at one time okay I, I think what's your answer? I'm curious. I think mine is um, consecutive you, with like, I would say like besides bathroom breaks and maybe eating while playing there, that that has to like, you have to count, right? You can go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay. Um, mine is probably mine's definitely 12 to 24 hours, but I don't know if it's more than that. I mean, when a new halo comes out, and I don't have work. I'm playing that shit all day. Um, but, but I mean, uh, I all might, day is only like 12 hours, right? I mean, but I'm 
like more than 12. Okay. Like I, I, I would say that I'm playing it like 14 hours in that day. At okay. least. So like 14, you know? 15. So you'll be surprised to know that the U S average and the general global average as well. The U S average is the highest at six hours. Okay. Um, the global average is 5.1 hours. So Interesting. So Americans don't play as often, but when they do, they play. They binge more. Exactly. Very interesting. And one in 10 people in the US have played more than a 15 hour session. Hmm. One in 10 gamers, sorry, in the US have done more than a 15 hour session. The next highest is Germany with only 7.4% doing more than 15 hours. South Korea, Again, coming in at the lowest for average binge gaming hours at 3.6 hours being their average longest consecutive gaming session. I take shits longer than that. Now, this what South Korea heck? data is actually really interesting because that's not a place yeah. I expected to be so disciplined with their gaming. Why would they not? I, I can't. I don't know. I'm not familiar enough with South Korean. Yeah, culture, right. Like, I don't know. Even, like hypothesis. Is it a political thing? Is it an accessibility thing? Like maybe they have to be a land cafe so they can't really afford to be there. That I don't know. Yeah. Is internet shit. Right. Hmm. So yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, that's a curious one. Anyway, also okay. to note, a lot of the stuff in this survey is also covering the difference between 2020 and 2021, which is interesting, right? Because there was covid. Uh, right. and quarantine. True. So a lot of these numbers have increased way more significantly than they Damn. normally do. Americans not even COVID. playing games during COVID. Come on guys. <laughs> now uh, let's see what else we get. Um, we have binge gaming based on age. It just goes literally from the youngest to the oldest. Their binge gaming sessions reduce in time. Not surprising that the young people are able to play games for longer sessions. Um, yeah. I'm seeing that the 18 to 25 year olds averaging 5.9 hours of binge gaming and make your way all to the 60 plus averaging 4.3 hours. that's still dude if my fucking grandpa put in like four hours playing <laughs> no, I, wait what do you mean know, your parents man. dude are your parents over 60 oh. no my parents aren't over 60 but they wait are, what really yeah my parents are i'm gonna get this wrong but i think it's like 56 and okay so they're close ish yeah. yeah they're getting there but like uh yeah my i actually in a weird kind of way would more expect my grandparents to binge a game more than my parents that's interesting <laughs> that's very funny <laughs> um anyway my uh the next stat is male versus female gamers in this category um okay. male gamers under 45 play more than female gamers in their binge sessions but females over 46 play more than males which is interesting because when I think about my mom who plays a lot of mobile games, she definitely plays way more mobile games than my dad. Right. Um, but yeah, but at, at least for under 45 and it's not that different, right? For like the 36, the, for the 26 to 35 group, the group we're in, it's only a 0.7 hour difference. So it's not like it's a huge average difference. Right. Right. Um, anyway, interesting. Yeah. And then I could hypothesize, but totally out of my ass. Right. You know, like men are looking for that visceral, you know, pl- uh, what's it called? Workstation like experience. <laughs> and as they get older, they just can't keep up with the Jones, the kids yeah, at risk of so Activision blizzarding Activision blizzarding. I feel like you shouldn't make the, uh, theoretical propositions about gender differences in gaming. Yes. Everyone <laughs> know for le- that is a joke. I'm being just being, I'm just light hard for legal joking. reasons. That's a joke. 
Um, the next statistic, not very interesting. We're going to move right past it, which is that aspiring professionals obviously play longer binge sessions than novices down that list. Wow. What a surprise that the people who do it full time do 8.5 hours on average binge gaming probably every day. I remember one time Squishy Muffins was talking about in his stream about how if he plays it like playing less than 50 hours of Rocket League a week is absolutely unacceptable and 50 is considered like bad. You shouldn't do that often. It's got to be 60 to 80. That's the norm. You know, crazy dude. Yeah. 60 to 80 hours of Rocket League week. And I'm, I'm like sitting there and I'm thinking like, have you ever seen that meme where like there's a really fit guy at the gym and you're like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like you're already done. You know, like you, that's like what it feels like to me. I'm like, what's squishy playing 60 hours a week for? Like he's already got it. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, all right. So next we get to the conversation you wanted to have platforms and platforms that gave you don't look, don't spoil yourself because then I can't quit. Give you give you quizzes. I don't know where I'm at. We're on page nine, but just don't go there yet. Okay. Um, all right. So what do you think is the most popular gaming platform? I think it's mobile. It's mobile. If if, it's mobile. Yeah, we're talking ton. global. Buy a fuck ton. Yeah. Um, mobile. And this is why, again, just to back up the answer that we gave to Dash Dash at, I think it was last episode or the episode before about why cloud streaming is so important into the future strategy of these games and why I think it's going to take over the casual market. These these people. Uh, maybe struggle people in not the United States don't like console gaming and stuff is not as accessible in other countries as it is here. Absolutely. And that those though in those other countries, phones are more commonplace than games. So if you can host the, the gaming experiences in the cloud and stream to people's phones, you all of a sudden open up huge, huge markets, way and bigger than the existing console. Demonstrating this concept, we see that mobile games, especially in India, Indonesia, and Vietnam, are some of the are the largest on this chart, and South Korea, uh, thoroughly outweighing their counterparts on the in the other platforms. Um, so South Korea is the most like workstationy, is what you're saying? No, it's the most mobily. Oh, 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 got like these places that have less accessibility are no to, or right. are known for it. Are, it's what you're saying. They play on mobile. Right, right, right. Um, right. Now, interestingly, um, do, what do you think is second? Uh, by the way, our categories are PC gaming, console gaming, tablet gaming and mobile phone gaming. Tablet gaming? PC Master Race. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. At, at, so it's two. This is, by the way, the question is how much of your total time playing video games per week is spent on these various platforms. Um, The answer for mobile is 2.4 hours a week. And then PC gaming is 1.8 hours a week. Console is 1.4 hours a week and tablet is 1.3 hours a week. Okay. Yeah. I was mainly just going from again, a similar notion of the proliferation of hardware. Yeah. I think tablets are just way less, honestly, less accessible and not that many people own tablets anymore. At least yeah, I get less. I guess yeah. I'm, I'm overestimating their re- reach. You know, I also um, think that this might play into what I was talking about before with land cafes. Cause it was in a lot of for- these foreign countries, land cafes are very big for gaming and those are PC gaming, right? So that could be a good, a really, uh, a reason why some of these other countries like India and Vietnam, for example, do more PC gaming than any other country. 2.1 hours a week. Well, now I'm thinking and they have, they have tons of land cafes in India and land cafes are huge in India. I just don't feel like 
land cafes on their own are going to make a sizable dent against, I guess if the next one's console, like maybe, but um, I was thinking that they're probably counting browser games in here. Right. Because possibly, like, if yeah, you Chrome, I would think that a, a browser game would count, but I don't think people play browser games that much book, anymore. Like if you have a Chromebook and you play games on that, th- that would count, I think is PC. I, I guess, but I, don't, I mean, if you played like through Amazon, whatever, uh, through Luna or something in the browser, but, I, but the I days guess, of flash games are dead. I don't, people don't play games in the no, browser yeah. unless they're like, I guess, Facebook. I guess the thing I'm like trying to, I'm so surprised because I'm thinking like in my head, well, you know, and if this, if these questions were about like the United States, the UK, and I, don't I mean, know, we can talk about the U.S. Now. right in the U.S. It's actually a tie between PC gaming and console gaming at 1.5 hours a week. Okay, interesting. Which is a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in UK, well, like, UK actually console gaming is ahead, 1.7 to 1.4. Interesting. So actually, the reasons that computer PC master race is winning here are because of the large skew from Vietnam, India, and South Korea and China. Actually, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I yeah I I can't even make any bullshit speculations in that one. I'm surprised. I thought that the other things would be like I, I just in my head I feel like PC is PC gaming's a more significant investment than these other ones, and so I would have I would have guessed the more accessible option would have been more prevalent. So I'm yeah. surprised. I mean, I think I really am gonna stand by this land cafe strategy until we hear some, or this land cafe theory until, until we, we hear otherwise. Else. Yeah, I mean, people do like everyone needs a computer. So, um, yeah, yeah. If regardless of how good your computer is, if you do any kind of gaming on it, I could see how it could especially help, if it, help like, those there are casual games that run on basically any computer, right? Um, and Minecraft, as we learn in the next section, what is the most popular type of game genre of game? We have casual single player games like Candy Crush or Clash of Clans, casual multiplayer games like Words with Friends. FPS, single player role play games like Skyrim, MOBAs, MMOs, and Battle Royales. I I, I cheated a little bit because I accidentally opened to this answer, okay. I think. Well, I the, think it's a casual single player. Is the first and not surprising because mobile is the most, right? And the yeah, most games include, people play on mobile yeah, are casual yeah, single player. If you include player. games like that, yeah. Now, if we're talking about, let's say, let's ignore casual single player games and casual multiplayer games, which are majority mobile, then what do you yeah. think is next? Oh, shit. I'll Battle tell you, you'll, you'll be happy. FPS. FPS. Let's go. Uh, yeah. FPS, then MMO then single player role play games, then MOBAs and then battle Royale. Let's go. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Nobody likes battle Royale. Yeah. Get that shit out of here. Uh, except for China. It looks like China really likes battle Royales. Actually, they have 90% uh, of people's time on average. 89.8% is spent playing Battle Royale games, whereas in a, in the U.S. it's forty six point six percent. So like mm. al- almost double the amount of time in China playing battle royales than in America. I mean, yeah, dude. And maybe I, that's because maybe that's because these other countries didn't get all the battle royales like when we did. So battle royales maybe are still popular there. Maybe they didn't have them all, and they've gotten an, more of an influx later. I know. Talking to my family in Argentina, the 
a lot of times the way like pop popular things will kind of circulate is like, oh, it was popular in the United States. Well, then like uh, however many months later it gets to Argentina and then it's like, oh, it's the hot shit. Here's the American thing that everyone's been <laughs> right. talking about. You know what I mean? Right. So like, yeah, it could it could be some of that. I um, I I don't I don't know if I think about it. I'm not sure if I'm that surprised by FPS being first place. I, 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 the only thing I would have expected was like some insane MOBA overtaking because I totally underestimate how many <laughs> people play MOBAs or sure. something. But MOBAs are high, I, but yeah, uh, FPS. Uh, I mean, FPS is at seventy four point two percent, and MOBA is at or sorry, no, MOBA is at sixty eight point three percent. So it's a it's a big difference. <laughs> um, anyway, that's that. Uh, we also have that divided by age group. That same statistic. Uh, I'm going to just look at it and see if it's interesting. Uh, casual single player games still in first, but younger people prefer first person shooters and battle royales. Um, older people show a clear preference for casual single player games. Okay. So yeah, not surprising. Sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, now, this is that interesting. Something that a lot of adults I talk to don't understand at all is the appeal of watching people play games. Yeah, like I talk to people all the time who are like, how could you ever watch someone play a video game? I'm like, you watch fucking football like eight hours a day fucking golf. (laughs) Yeah, right. And they're like, they're like, and some people don't even see the difference, you know? And so this is actually a question about how many hours each week do you do the following? Watch other people play video games online, watch esports, watch traditional sports on television or watch traditional sports online. Uh, I'm like so interested in these. This is this okay. is really interesting, right? So what page are you? We're on page 11, that bottom. Okay. Let's talk about the U.S. first. Let's try and figure out the U.S. So the U.S. loves fucking sports, dude, right? Like, of course. Yes. And it, it shows here 3.9 is the average hours per week watching traditional sports on television. And then sports online is even higher still than the than the gaming the values. Sports. Yeah, then esports or YouTube. Yeah, so crazy. YouTube and esports being at 2.3 and 2.0. So sports still triumphing in the U.S. Unfortunately, and in the U.K. Huge part of American culture. Even more in the U.K. Look at that. I mean, U.K. has soccer and all that, right? So of course, the U.K. is going to be huge as well. U.K. at 3.9 and 2.4, or sorry, 3.7 and 2.6 for sports, and 1.9 and 1.5 for gaming comparing that to the 2.3 yeah the first yeah watching other people play video games is like twitch or youtube gaming that's that first number that which for the uk is 1.9 watching esports tournaments the next one at 1.5 compare that to the united states 2.3 hours of twitch 2.0 watching esports and then surprisingly low in the uk yeah yeah i agree i'm surprised it's that low um now interestingly what i'm looking at it you know what's crazy here aside from india who looks like they just watch a fuck ton of shit because they're all of their numbers are over five hours a week (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) if india's watching other people play twitch 5.3 hours yeah they're they're all five hours plus five watching traditional (laughs) sports 5.8 these guys just leave their TV on and watch whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Traditional sports online 5.4. That's now, crazy. the most interesting thing I'm gleaning, gleaning from this chart is actually back to our boys in South Korea. They are the only they are the highest hours per week watching other people play games. Not only that, but they are also beating sports in that regard. Right. One of the only countries in this list 
to oh, beat Indonesia sports. Indonesia is also beating sports. I'm looking here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just those two, though. Uh, yep. Ooh, China even. China, China, China is even. China is even. They're, the, communism really does that to you. <laughs> if you can all even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the sports teams are even nobody wins <laughs> watching esports oh. tournaments um in china is 3.9 hours yeah significantly um, higher than all the other non-india countries so yeah, china really actually, likes esports and i will tell you yep. at the international when i went and it was china versus the u.s you want to know which country which uh which team had the louder more enthusiastic more passionate audience even though they only took up one section of the stadium while the entire rest of the section was the u.s gotta be china those china fans go fucking hard dude <laughs> that nationalism will get you hardcore <laughs> hardcore all right. Well, that's yeah. yeah. The numbers are backing that up. Really interesting. Um, now, I think this is going to be maybe the most, the least surprising, uh, more unsurprising data that young people tend to watch video games more often than sports and old people no, tend to watch sports more often than video games. Yeah, it'll be fascinating to see <laughs> the lime limelight networks 4021. Uh, right. You know, I'm sorry, 20, fuck, 2041 um, article in, in spreadsheet. Because, yeah, as, the, as our as our generation, as the generation under us start to grow up, this stuff is all changing. You of know, course, like you, of course. you constantly see the NBA finals. I think today it was the Olympics. Uh, whoever, NBC or whatever, whoever was showing it was talking about how um, a huge drop in viewership, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. The, the younger generation is a different game. Just different game. Yeah. Different reality. So the most interesting fact from this table, though, our our table of uh, ages watching games over sports is the 36 to 45 group. The group that plays the most video games yeah. still watches more sports than games. It's only the group below them that where games take over. So interestingly, yeah. even though they're playing the most video games, they're just playing fucking Candy Crush while they're watching football. They're not playing. Could right. Be. Could be. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, this next chart, I don't find. Oh, it I wonder if too fa does fantasy football count as mobile games? I uh, I no, no way, no way. I wouldn't think so. No. Um, now, interestingly, I'm gonna skip the next chart. It's not. It's kind of uh, silly. But the next one after that is female versus male watching sports versus games. Now, I think the most interesting aspect from this um, chart is that females consistently watch the least traditional sports of either gender always. And I think that's totally reasonable based on the, how male dominated sports yeah, yeah. are. Um, but also females prefer esports and other, uh, and others playing online or females prefer more esports than males do. Okay. Which is interesting. What? I, like they prefer it over sports more. Is that what you're saying? I guess, uh, maybe. I guess I'm not. No, a I, unclear. Yeah, it's a little hard. Anyway, it's worded a little weird. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Let's skip. Let's move on. Let's move on to does game performance matter? Do people care if your game is good quality? I know you and I care, but do act. Do people actually care? Well, and we even care about different facets, I think, more than you know yeah so this is gamers rated the importance of various aspects of playing video games and this is people ranking the importance of each aspect of gameplay so 
the most important aspect globally is fast performance. Interesting. Followed by, and I'll also read these as we go so we can hear all the different options. So we have fast performance followed by interesting storyline followed by regularly updated content followed by interacting with other players followed by playing the game while disconnected from the internet offline gameplay, the uh, hot button topic sometimes, and then gameplay being simple being the least important thing. Interesting. That is interesting, especially because these are even mobile gamers saying this, right? Fast performance is extremely important in my clash of clans. Yeah, like it's performance is the most important thing to everyone is how well the game performs. Um, yeah, I'm so proud of this gamer community. I'm actually right I, I'm actually proud, too. Yeah, uh, I, I was waiting for like I'm actually surprised that regularly updated content was third fourth uh, over. Are you sure it was over uh, interacting with? Others? Oh, no, sorry. Uh, that's a six and not a nine. Yeah. Third. Yeah. Like I would have thought interacting with others is more prevalent, fast performance and interesting storyline. I think one thing that I'm constantly surprised by when we do Instagram polls or discord polls is how much people care about stories because I just you, every now and then, especially recently. Oh, with wait, the Sony wait, wait, wait. Studios, Actually, I think we might be wrong. Oh, uh, well, I'm reading the summary of the data at the top, and it doesn't align with what I'm seeing in the actual data. So I'm yeah, a I'm little. Looking at the chater, I'm looking at your chart right now, and you were right. You know what you said was correct based off this chart. I don't know what they're saying somewhere else in this document. <laughs> right, it, uh, that's okay. But um, oh, yeah, oh I'm, no, I'm I do, I do see it. The values okay. in China and Vietnam okay. skew the data a lot. Let's just talk about just the U.S. Simple oh, gameplay. Okay is actually in third now uh yeah it goes it's, performance good performance is still first because performance offline play being the second most important thing fucking americans being idiots simple, simple gameplay, gameplay then regular content updates then story and then multiplayer oof us not doing good for us i'm, I'm not impressed uk links <laughs> potter wants to know uk values fast performance the most then simple gameplay then storyline, so a little better than the U.S., then offline play, and then regularly updated content. Interesting. I'm, I'm, okay. I mean, what I was saying earlier, our, our fan base is technically pretty distributed across United States, Canada, U.K. We have um, some members from all over the place, yeah. and I'm always surprised by how much the answers talk about how they value the story, you know, like that being right. the stories are so important. And how they even like would take it over a multiplayer experience yeah, a, so, lot, a lot of times. And that but, does that does relate to this data. Multiplayer actually being one of the least important things in most of the countries that we generally relate to. UK and US, that being significantly lower than the next highest thing. I'm still so surprised interacting with others is so low. You know, oh, never mind. I almost read the, and, the and wrong it's thing. only that low, really, in the US and the UK and the other countries, it's much more comparable. Very interesting. Yeah, it's true. The other in the other countries, it's, it's all between 30 and 40 percent for all of them. And in, in the, the US, States UK, you care freaking 15 and 17. Yeah, crazy. Very interesting. So just, yeah, we got to give our boys in China props, though. They're the only people who put interesting storyline at the top. Okay. 
And interestingly, China regular content updates are the second most important thing, which I guess makes sense because if you really care about story, you're really going to care about story DLC. So regularly adding more story to a game, I could see why that would be more important, right? Right. Yeah. Interesting. Very. That's Um, that's some interesting data right there. And I guess it's very funny that China at the lowest is offline play because literally because of their like government, I'm assuming that they're so used to everything being online anyway, not really being able to disconnect Mm. due to censorship and stuff that probably that's not really something they even think is an option. Yeah, no, that I'm as I was saying, I was surprised about stories. I'm also surprised uh, like in the Halo community. This has been a big big thing about like being able to play things on offline and like I it it's weird to me i don't understand i don't understand like the problem with needing to too much you know i can like i can get i get like if uh you want to if you're a person who wants to play multiplayer all the time and your internet blows i can understand being upset with like the 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 frustration with you know having poor right. connection there and not being able right. to play that but like if you're playing a campaign yeah sure um Especially, especially if the majority of the campaign's processing is local and you're not like you don't even have a server connection. It's maybe just used for some bullshit like login thing. I can understand that's frustrating, but like, do you really not have Internet like that? You can't like ping Xbox Live and sign in. I think, yeah, I I think in America and UK, these conspiracy theories about like your privacy being fucked if you're always online are really the things driving these countries over other countries which don't have these kinds of conspiracy theories so rampant. Yeah. Should we? We're like halfway through yeah, this. I, Should we cut it and do a part two? This is part, pretty interesting. I'm going to do a part two. I was going to try and skip to stuff that seems like important, but I'm, I'm totally down to just cut it and do a part two. That sounds great. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah, this is pretty interesting. Let's do, let's do part two next week for this. Right on. Well, okay. All right. If you're listening to us right now, uh, thank you for listening to us. Like we said earlier, we stream this live every week on Twitch. Uh, you can find us at KO Koala underscore ENT on all our social media. So uh, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Um, and you can find links to all these things as well at KO Koala Entertainment.com. There, very importantly, you can find links to our Discord if you our are listening. Discord, to this. get in it. Yes. Uh, 814, we are going to be launching trivia giveaways, a big update to Parthenon that will allow people to enter these uh, substantial giveaways, $50 gift card, your choice of $50 gift card, plus your choice of merch. Um, Doing two of those Saturday and Sunday, two of those, one on Saturday, one on Sunday and every day uh, up to that point, we're going to be giving away. In fact, right after the stream, we're going to be giving away $10 gift cards to everybody who's over level four in our discord. Come join our discord. Find about out about this idle game, Agora Parthenon that involve the lore of our upcoming game for Xbox and PC. Xbox and PC. No, right. I mean, if it gets on Game Pass, you can play it on mobile too. That's all of you large true. demographics out there. True. So now, anyway, I have to uh, remind you that we do have a quality time question for the podcast Ooh. today. Uh, um, I, I see. Quick question is a quote. Quick question, which means we got to make it quick because he asked for it to be quick. <laughs> Is replayability important? I'm assuming um, to us. To us, I'm assuming is what he's asking too. Um, I think in general, a lot of people believe replayability is important, but I think for this, let's focus on how we feel about it. So yeah. for me, it's a super it depends kind of question. 
for a narrative based experience that like the whole point of the experience is the story and like experiencing this like journey. Like for example, what remains of Edith Finch, Bioshock Infinite, um, Death's Door, the game I'm currently playing on stream, you know, Outer Wilds. I don't care. No replayability does not matter to me at all in those cases. I just want to experience a really good story. And if I'm done with the game after that, then that's great. And I'm, I'm usually going into those games expecting that anyway. Now, if the game's yeah. like a roguelike, that shit needs to be replayable because that's literally the whole point of a roguelike, right? <laughs> that so, better be replayable. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> right. And for, I think, multiplayer games in general, replayability is important to me if they're not story-based games. For competitive multiplayer games, that's where replayability matters for me. What do you think? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm also a it depends kind of person. I wish more games weren't replayable honestly i i wish more so games you could move on like, they just be like you know what we made this game so that it's like a great weekend long experience for you and that you have a great experience playing it during that weekend and that's all you got to do like I, I i was like thinking about how i could break this up more the thing i hate the thing i fucking infuriates me is when the way you have fun in our game is after significant replayability, if that makes sense. Like replayability isn't a reward of good, intriguing design that I want to come back to. It's a fucking job that I have to sign up for for your damn game, you know, yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah, Sean's um, saying in the chat that when Sean and I played Resident Evil 8, we did two like four-ish, four to four to five hour sessions and we were done with the game and it was perfect. Like it was such right. a good experience. We never feel neither of us feels like we need to play it ever again. And it was just great. And it was like yeah. the perfect Boom. life. Like, and we don't need more. Like it was good. <laughs> yeah. Boom. That's all it needs. Now, if I want it like Halo Infinite's multiplayer has got to be replayable <laughs> because I am actively looking to spend thousands of hours on. Nope. It. You nope. Know if you mean? if you get one NFT for one game and once it's spent, you're done. You have to buy Ooh. a new NFT if you're going to play the next the next round that would be so interesting. <laughs> the only way you can like get in paper round like queue, pay per round <laughs> and you auction it right. and a percentage of your auction goes to charity. <laughs> Fucking can you imagine if like Every if that's how everyone queued into games, like yeah. everyone, we, no more poverty anywhere in the world. You just buy a ticket for each game you play. Yeah, each each Rocket League game you queue to, you pay like five cents. If you, yeah, dude, five cents is a lot. I was even gonna say like one cent. If you just had every time you played a, a matchmaking game, you actively contributed one cent towards some charity, and everyone collectively did it. Damn. Damn, damn, right? Like everyone's required to put like one like five bucks into the game into their bank of the uh -huh. game and then it just and pulls it just their pulls charity from there yeah, yeah yeah and then once you exhaust that five bucks maybe you don't have to pay anymore shit right even just that would be like good. essentially like, that makes every player of your game donate five dollars to charity like that's so sick yeah it's a good idea it's not a bad idea i can't wait to force links potter to contribute to charity through our games. oh my god the dream <laughs> anyway you already said where people can find us so i hope people will join next week for part two of this because i i really enjoyed discussing this article with you and i'll be excited to see what more data we have i'm sure we'll get to the obscure weird shit moving forward so yeah, i can't wait to find out like how many people have played a video game on a spaceship right exactly yeah the venues hopefully they talk about venues we'll see oh that would be cool yeah yeah jesse shell i hope jesse shell makes it big man he <laughs> deserves too. it Anyway, thanks everyone for listening and we'll talk to you next week. See ya. Or on streams randomly. Bye.